Hello and welcome to another episode of Dirty Dishes and today I'm coming from a different spot. Um, I actually did a move over the weekend, me and my husband, so if it sounds a little bit different than usual, that's because it is. And today I want to talk about being vulnerable with our spouse and I think this is something that really gets lost in the shuffle and I have touched on it before but today I want to dive in a little bit deeper and talk about it a little bit more because I feel like it's an element that that gets missed in marriage. I feel like it's something I wasn't aware of. I feel like others aren't aware of it. Um, it's one of those things where I really feel the need to talk about it because I'm pretty passionate about being vulnerable. And I think it's really hard when you've been through a lot of things in your life, whether it's you know, a passing of a family member, a close family member, a mother, a father, um, whether you've been in an abusive relationship verbally or physically, um, any type of trauma that you've endured that may have allowed you to build some walls. And I'm just as guilty of doing this. I have built plenty of walls, um, around my heart to protect myself. Um, I've been angry, bitter, frustrated, cranky, you name it, um, all in the name of not being vulnerable because I didn't want to hurt. Um, I was all about attacking rather than be attacked. And I think that it's important that we talk about being vulnerable because it's one of the pieces that really holds a marriage or a relationship together. And if you're not doing that, I really encourage you to do that. Um, we all need somebody that we can talk to to share our fears with, and nobody is better than a husband, wife, partner, life partner, commitment, person, whatever you want to call them. Um, it's, it's so important to have that open and honest vulnerability with that person and being able to discuss what is bothering you, whether it is a bad day, whether it, it is discussing loss, whether it's discussing fear about the future, it doesn't matter what it is. We need to have that conversation. We need to have those talks because it strengthens our bond. Um, so I recently, like I said, um, was talking with my husband about things and we went into therapy as I've discussed on here before. So it's been eye-opening and recently my husband had to write an essay about his mother. He had to do some deep diving and talk about his feelings and express some hurt that he was feeling about her passing and he had to write good things about her. He had to write about the things he missed. Um, this really opened up the floodgates. Um, it was like a dam had broke and we had an open and honest conversation about her passing and that was unbelievably important to me. Um, when you are in a relationship with a partner or with a spouse and you feel like they're disengaged and you feel like they're not paying attention and they're just not really present and they're not present in their life either and they are just going through the motions, you want your partner to connect with you. You want to feel like that relationship is solid because they're your person that you're going through life with. And when you don't have that life raft or that person that's there to keep you afloat in those really bad times, um, 
it, it can get difficult when you feel like you can only lean on yourself because your partner or your spouse is hurting so much and you don't want to burden them with anything or you've gone through some issues in your relationship where you've had issues with trust. This also happens in relationships where trust has been broken, whether it's an affair, whether it's lying about spending. Um, when there's a gap with that trust, um, that causes us to be less vulnerable with our partner. It causes us to feel disconnected, like we can't go to that person, like we can't tell them about what we're really feeling. And we want to feel that safe. We want to feel safe and loved and connected. We want to feel that safety. And so I think it's gets lost on us sometimes when we go through trials in our marriages because in our marriages, in our relationships, we're going to have peaks, we're going to have valleys, and we have to be able to work through those. And being vulnerable with each other is part of that. We have to have that vulnerability um, because that's what lays the groundwork to keep us connected. And I had never really thought of it that way until we started going to therapy and having a conversation with our therapist. I think a lot of times we get caught up in day-to-day -day life. We don't take the time to understand one another. We don't take the time to really know who we are and what we're about and what we're feeling because we're either shut down or we're so busy or maybe we're in the grips of an addiction and we're just feeding that addiction and we're not worried about anything else. So I think we have to really step back and make that time to be vulnerable with our partner or our spouse. So I encourage couples out there to really take 15 minutes or more to have that time to connect. If it's after when the kids go to bed, if it's after chores are done, if it's after work, if it's meeting for coffee, or if it's meeting on the couch or meeting in the bedroom to have this discussion, it doesn't matter where it takes place. The point is, is that the discussion needs to happen because when that vulnerability is lost, that is when so many other things get lost in our relationship. That's where anger becomes more prevalent. We start snipping at each other. We get angry, we get cranky, we get bitter, like I said. And so those things, those negative things do not help our relationship at all. Um, they make things worse and it's extremely difficult. And I think that we don't know how to handle that at times. I think we just feel like our relationship isn't working and that's where a lot of couples feel the stress and the strain and pretty soon their relationship is breaking down not unlike myself you know seven years in we've dealt with some things we've seen some things so now we're struggling now we've hit some rough road and we don't know what to do maybe we don't know how to navigate this maybe we're lost and we're looking for a gps we're looking for a signal we're looking for a sign to get us back on track so i think we forget sometimes that we have to stop and take a minute and talk to the person that's in our lives that is there to help us. They are somewhat of a life raft. They are there to lean on in those times when we can barely keep ourselves afloat. And so having my husband break down with emotion and be upset and cry and let out all that frustration and let out all that sadness it really did me good because I'm like, okay, finally we're getting somewhere. It made me want to engage with him more than to sit there and keep building those walls and keep building and building and building and not realizing that 
we are human beings and that we forget how to talk to each other. We forget how to understand each other because communication is what keeps things flowing. Um, Some people may say that it's sex, but without the emotional component, sex is just sex. Um, So we need to be able to really wrap our heads around being vulnerable and what that means to us. Everybody has a different idea about what vulnerability is for them. Um, Whether it's, you know, letting someone see us cry, whether it's talking about something traumatic that happened in our past. I think it's so important that we have these discussions and we have these talks because it's only going to build our foundation stronger. And if we don't have a strong foundation in our marriage, that's when a lot of things can creep in. That's when we head in separate directions. Pretty soon it's the weekend and we're doing different things. We're not together. Somebody's taking the kids somewhere. Somebody's going maybe out in the garage and and tinkering around. So we're not doing things together as a couple and we're not doing the things that help build a stronger foundation and build a stronger relationship. So when those things break down, it opens us up to a lot of problems. Um, I will say, you know, I didn't want to be intimate and I'm not just talking in a sexual way. I didn't want to hold hands. I didn't want to hug. I didn't want to kiss. I was more like, you know, get away from me to be perfectly honest because that's where I was at. I was just frustrated and angry. Um, My partner hadn't been themselves for almost six years. They didn't know how to deal with their mother's death. They didn't know how to process what happened. And instead of dealing with it, they wanted to bury it. But here's the thing about burying our emotions or building those walls or building that fortress around our heart is that we don't allow for anything to change. We don't allow growth. We don't allow understanding. We don't allow for things to really even out when we're constantly building a wall. And yes, we all need to keep our boundaries. We all need to say no to things that we don't like. But I truly, truly believe that we need to love each other and love each other enough in a relationship that we are vulnerable. Um, Whether it's talking about your past, whether it's bringing up the fact that you feel like you don't have sex enough, whether it's talking about the fact that they leave dirty dishes all over the house and you're tired of it, whether it's the kids being disrespectful and you would like help with that from your partner. There's a multitude of things that we can talk about here But we have to have that time. We have to hit the pause button at some point. Yes, work is important. Yes, the kids are important. Yes, taking the dog for a walk is important. Going to the grocery store and so on. But we have to make that time, right? We have to step back and go, I need to be vulnerable today. I need to share what I'm really feeling with my partner because it's important for the foundation of our marriage. In the beginning, we felt comfortable and secure to tell each other anything. Usually that's how it happens in the beginning of a relationship. You have this really strong bond. You have this strong connection. You care about each other enough because you want to show that person. You're like, yes, you know, you've got your hormones going, your oxytocin brewing, that that chemical. We feel that lovey-dovey feeling and we need to remember how we got there, how we got from the dating to boyfriend, girlfriend, or partners, to marriage, to lifetime commitment. We have to remember how we got there. It was a step-by-step process. It didn't just happen overnight. It was truly a process. 
So when we are just shutting down and shutting out, that's not part of the process. That's not good. How can we keep a relationship or a marriage afloat if we're constantly shutting down, if we're not sharing what we really feel? And the time needs to be a time when you're not distracted. This is also a no phone zone. There is no reason to have phones in this situation. None whatsoever. That's the part of being vulnerable. We need to put our phones to the side, shut off electronics, shut off the TV, give each other that one-on-one attention so the other person understands that we care. So that we give them the green light to talk to us and pour out their heart and soul. So I will say when we were moving and we didn't have a TV for a couple of days, um, that is when we had our best conversations because TV does allow for distraction just as our phones do. It's a great distraction. It's easy to laugh at something you're watching on Hulu or Netflix or whatever platform. It's easy to sit there and laugh it off and act like everything is fine or get lost in a sporting event instead of really concentrating and worrying about what's going on in your relationship. It's easy to do that. It, it makes sense. It's one of those things that makes it easier to ignore what is actually going on at home. Um, but we can't do that. We have to plan a time to be together, to not be distracted, to have that time to reconnect and talk about things. And I think it's really great if we can pinpoint things throughout the day that we want to talk about that night during our time of no distraction. So this is how you can build that bridge and you can talk to each other freely when you have that time, when you're sitting in your living room or at a coffee shop or you're sitting outside on your back porch, whatever it may be, that time needs to be a time for you and your partner to connect as much as possible and to be vulnerable with each other. Like I said, when we stop doing that, we allow a lot of negative things to come into our relationship or we feel a lot of negative things. I know for myself, I was feeling a lot of negativity. I didn't know if this marriage was going to work. I didn't know if it was going to last because we just weren't in that place anymore. It wasn't good communication. We weren't doing what we needed to. We were simply just coexisting, occasionally having talks with each other, but they were superficial talks. Like, how was the weather? What do the kids need for school? It has to go deeper than that. It has to be below the surface. It has to be really hard things, things that are really bothering us like somebody not picking up around the house. Some people may say that's a superficial thing, but it's something that can erode away at a marriage over time. You know, if you have somebody leaving plates or socks or pants or whatever all over the house and they're not cleaning them up and you're the one constantly doing it, that is going to cause some resentment and that is going to cause some struggles. It is going to erode a piece of your foundation in your marriage. So that's what I'm talking about. We have to have those conversations and we have to be able to talk about anything, whether it's the clothes on the floor, whether it's the fact that somebody passed on and it's affecting that person, we need those conversations to build the bridge that's going to keep our relationship together. Because if we're both standing on the opposite side of the bridge, 
and we never get to that first step and we just keep staring each other down hoping the other person's going to break or if we just keep walking away from the bridge altogether and we're not even talking we're not even doing things like we should be that's going to cause a huge problem so I really encourage you to be vulnerable with your spouse be vulnerable with your partner tell them what you're thinking and what you're feeling if something is bothering you do that remember you did it at the beginning of a relationship you can do it when the relationship has had a lot of time when you're in the midst of that relationship if you go back to the beginning and remember how vulnerable you were with that person how safe you felt and how comfortable you felt and that's the other thing you have to talk about if you're not in a place where you feel safe or comfortable to talk to that person um, that's something you need to address with them as well and hopefully they will understand where you're coming from so i encourage you today to be vulnerable